This is Straight the Clipper in the House with the Bring the Noise podcast. Here with another episode and another one because I ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? What's up? (laughs) Anyway, today we got an album review of an album that I'm guarantee you have not heard of. Uh, And if you have, you're really into hip hop. But uh, this one is definitely rare. It's from a group called The A-Team. And no, not the 80s TV show starring Mr. T. This is spelled A-T-E-E-M. And it stands for, it's an acronym, All Around Totally Extraterrestrial Entertaining Motherfuckers. Yeah, that's the name of the group. The A-Team. Anyway, a little context. uh, The album is called... A hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. Now, the A-team consists of three members. We got Hot Dog. I know, that's his name. Anyway, we got FM, and we got Rob Swinga. Now, all these guys are basically affiliated with Chub Rock. Um, If anyone knows who Chub Rock is, Chub Rock is dope. Had an extremely successful career in music. Hot Dog was actually his backup dancer. Uh, You'll see all these guys in Chub Rock videos. Uh, Hot Dog has done some hooks. Uh, Rob Swinger has, Swinger, I'm sorry, has been on tons of songs with Chub Rock, especially on the I Gotta Get Mine Yo album. Um, And yeah, Hot Dog had a couple verses with Black Sheep, he had a verse with Black Sheep on their first album, um, Past the 40. And other than that, FM, he had a verse on uh, Pudgy the Fat Bastards album from 93. Otherwise, they're pretty much just down with Chub Rock's crew. And um, yeah, anyway, this album came out in January 1st, 1992 on Select Records. And... Here's the thing. You've heard me say it before. The early 90s, even the mid 90s, was just like a, a, an explosion of hip hop. So this album literally just fell through the cracks. In, unless you were a huge Chub Rock fan, you probably didn't get this album. Um, on top of that, so this is the group, Hot Dog FM and Rob Swinga. But I'm going to tell you right now, Chub Rock is literally on, I mean, half the album. And not just Chub Rock. The album was produced by the Trackmasters. Now, anyone knows the Trackmasters, they had huge success in the 90s, producing things for Bad Boy, producing, I mean, for LL Cool J, they had hits for days. The Trackmasters are Tone and Poke, Red Hot Lover Tone, um... He was a MC. So Red Hot, Red Hot Lover Tone is also on half this album. So again, what makes this album is almost Chub Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone. Hot Dog and Rob Swinga 
they're not bad MCs, but there's nothing that really ever blows you away from them. And FM is more of a producer, so he's only, I think he only raps on two songs in this album. So he's not exactly an MC. So anyway, just a little context on the album itself and kind of what it's all about. Again, um, this is almost half a Chub Rock Red Hot Lover Tone album. And I'm just going to leave it at that. And that's why I still picked this album because I do like this album because the beats are fucking dope. And thanks to Chub Rock and thanks to Red Hot Lover Tone, they make this album and Hot Dog and Rob Swinger are just good enough to roll with it, even though this is technically their group. But I think this was almost like an attempt to, on Chub Rock's success to be like, well, hey, I'm doing great. Trackmasters are really starting to gain some ground. You know what? Let me put my back my backup dancer and my other buddies and let's just make a group. We'll call them the A team and we'll throw it out there and see what happens. The album obviously did not do very well. It was in a very very high volume year for hip hop, so I mean, this one definitely fell through the cracks, but I was lucky enough as a kid to pick this up from a used CD shop, and I loved this album. My friends loved this album. We bumped this shit out of A Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich, and that's why I'm doing an album review on it, because you know what? Fuck it. I think it needs to be heard if, it, if you haven't heard it, which, like I said, you probably haven't. Anyway, let's dive into this bad boy. We got 14 songs on this, okay? So it's a pretty good album. There are some interludes and, you know, skits. But other than that, it's a pretty solid album. And like I said, the production is really, really dope. And because it's the Trackmasters and it's early Trackmasters. So um, you can't go wrong. Anyway, let's just dive into this bad boy. Let's hit number one right off the bat. Oh, before I hit number one, I got to say about the album cover... It's a classic early 90s album cover. You got Rob Swinger in the front, Hot Dog to the right, FM's kneeling to the left. They're, you know, they got their hard face on. And let me just first say that these are not gangster rappers. They're not necessarily conscious rappers either. They're just, they're, there's some MCs. They spit. They have elements of all that other stuff on this album. And I do think it's a well put together album. I just think the A team should have been. Uh, not only the three, but it should have been Chub Rock and the Trackmasters, and that should have been the group, the A-Team. So it's a little confusing when you see the three on the front, but then half the songs you hear Chub Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone. You know what I mean? So um, anyway, let's dive in, like I said. We got number one. It's called A Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich. <laughs> it's the title song of the album, and yeah. Here's what I can say about this song. So, Hot Dog goes first, right? And it's pretty clear that Hot Dog has a lot of energy. He's obviously a dancer. He um, he definitely, if I was going to pick who I think is better between the two actual rappers and members of the A-team, I would say Hot Dog is better than Rob Swinga. And it's not by much, but I'm just... I find myself, when I listen to this album, excluding Chub Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone, 
I like hot dogs versus not that I don't like Rob Swingers. It's just, I think his are more entertaining. That's just me. And, um, he definitely comes in hard on here. Ain't nothing but a sandwich. He's the first MC to go. And the beat is it's like I said, the beats on this album are really fucking dope. Cause it's the track masses. Like I done said anyway, Hot diggity dog. He he rips it up on the beginning of this song. And the song's got a lot of high energy, high tempo, just it's it's in your face beat. Um they actually in the hook when they say a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich, it samples uh the Twilight Zone theme. Um the the famous Twilight Zone theme. And that's one of the first things when we me and my friends listened to this album, we were laughing. But it fits, and they made it fit good. And, um, yeah, Hot Dog rips it at the beginning. Rob Swinga, he does his thing in the middle. Again, like I said, lyric-wise from both of them is not anything to be remembered. And here's why. Because Chub Rock's on this song. He's the third verse. And Chub Rock destroys this song. And, again... This is supposed to be their album, but Chub Rock steals the show on this song and a lot of other songs he's on. Um, and again, the premise of the song is a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. So in Chub Rock's verse, at the end, he talks about how he chased, chased this dude down and starts beating him because he stole something or whatnot, and a good Samaritan gave him a slap. And Chub Rock's like... Man, that was whack. Blast that motherfucker, because a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. And, uh, and again, Shubrock's not a gangster, so I kind of like on this album that he goes for a more hardcore type of element just to kind of show the versatility of him. So anyway, that's number one, a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich. So as usual, let's get into that clip. Let's hit it. A Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich, number one off that album. A Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich from the A-Team. That's with two E's, baby. Hit it. A Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich. That's the deal. Here's your steal. No pop feel, because when I kick is real. Like Nicky, I let off steam because humidity. Whack MCs like you talk stupidity. I look around the city and see negativity and much poverty. Yeah, there you have it. Like I said, that was a good one. That was, uh, again, you, you've heard me say it before and you'll hear me say it a hundred more times. I like an album that starts off real good with a lot of energy. And if there's one thing I can say about this album, it starts off with a lot of energy with that song. And it's definitely one of the top songs off the album for sure. Beats dope. Chub Rock kills it. The other two, they do their thing, but it's all about Chubb on that song. And on that note, let's roll on into number two without further ado. And like I said, every song on here is produced by the Trackmasters. So um, we won't be going in too crazy on producers because, I mean, I'll probably have a whole nother episode about the Trackmasters themselves because uh, they... I could have probably five episodes on them. They are a legendary producing group, no doubt. Anyway, number two, we have the song Pass the Pussy. Um, (laughs) 
this song is I mean, here we we're in the we're in the early nineties. We all know how hip hop can be sometimes. This song is legitimately about the members of the A team just passing the pussy along. Hot dog comes in, he hits it first. And again, this beat is real, real laid back. So you had the high energy, we bring it down. It's a real mellow beat. It's a chill beat. It's a dope song. And Hot Dog goes first. He's the first to get it. And, you know, he raps about basically introducing himself to this girl. And they don't really go necessarily in depth and get grimy. But you understand what the premise of the song is. I mean, it's called Pass the Pussy. And they talk about, and the hook is literally, Pass the Pussy, Pass the Pussy from, you know, uh, the Spike Lee joint movie, um, uh, School Days, I believe it is. Anyway, um, yeah. And after Hot Dog, Rob Swinga comes in and, you know, he's the second to go. Kirk Polk from the Trackmasters comes, a little bit of that reggae shit. And then here's what I said at the beginning. Chub Rock steals the song that he's on. And Red Hot Lover Tone does the same thing on whatever song he's on. So Red Hot Lover Tone's the last one to go. And Red Hot Lover Tone is really good with, like, metaphors and words and just kind of, like, he's got a really, like, good voice for hip-hop. Honestly, he's mostly known for the production with the Trackmasters, but before he just pretty much solely did that, he was a pretty fucking dope MC, and he had... Good albums, he had good songs, good verses. Red Hot Lover Tone is definitely a very underrated MC, I think, anyway. And he steals the show on this song. So again, someone who's technically not part of the group, once again, steals the show. And he starts his verse off by being like, I'm sorry, girl, but I don't I don't fuck secondhand pussy. And he runs down the line, he's like, first hot dog grinder. Then Rob Swinger slammed her. And then Kirk put reggae on the side of the vagina. So, you know, basically Red Hot Lover Tone's like, hey, I ain't, I ain't going in after all that, but you can suck my dick and we can run some anal sex. <laughs> like I said, it's the early 90s. It's hip hop. You know, it's take it with a grain of salt. That's the best thing I can say. You know, um, I try not to take some of this too seriously when it comes to the misogynistic music of the past. Um, hopefully you guys don't either. It's just, it's just one of those songs. It's it, and, and lyric wise, red hot lover tone, he steals the show. And so on that note, um, let's play a clip of number two, pass the pussy, a team 92 hit that shit. Hello, hello, and how you do? My name is Hot Dog, and I'm a nasty ass cute. Forgive me for being forward, but I want the poo poo from you and your kid. Aww. You shouldn't get upset. You're the best looking squad that I've seen yet. All right, we back, and you can hear, like, a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a mellow song, and it's kind of a funny song. And yeah, I, I just think they were having some fun. Kind of just made the song and, you know, just rolled with it. Anyway, that's number two. Let's get into number three, titled, Yeah. Now, 
we have our first song where it's just the members of the A team, FM and Rob Swinga and Hot Dog. So we finally have our first uh, of the actual group where it's just those three rapping. Now, Yeah was a single that they dropped, but here's the thing. The beat and the rhymes on the album, the song Yeah, is completely different from the single that they dropped and had a music video for. Um, Why? I don't know. The music video version is way doper than the album version. I'm just going to say that right now. Beats way doper. I think their lyrics are even doper too, but not taking anything from yeah it's uh still a good song fm goes first and uh hot dog goes last rob swing is in the beginning or in the middle and um it's still a really good song and it's a classic kind of chant hip-hop song you know hot dog does the hook do you like it and the group comes in yeah you know and um it's a classic 92 early 90s track to me and like i said we're two songs in. We finally have a song where it's just the group with no Chub Rock and no Red Hot Lover tone. But like, you know, I eventually just kind of without, you know, it's not official. By the end of this album, you kind of just look at the A-team has those three and the other two. And that's just the way I think it is. Anyway, yeah, is it's a good song. Again, because the other the, because Chub Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone aren't on it, it's you know there's a lot to be desired. Lyrics are fine, nothing to really be remembered, nothing to that really sticks out. It's just a real good classic East Coast you know hip hop song. That's the best thing I can say. Um, so on that note, we might as well just play a little clip of Yeah. Number three from the A team. Let's go. And we back. That was yeah. From the A-Team, 1990 motherfucking two in the house. <laughs> um, yeah, there's really not much more to say about that song, so we're just going to move on and keep it rolling. We got number four. So number four is just an interlude. Inter- I'm sorry, interlude. Um, it's a short beat, 24 seconds. Um it's not even, like I said, it's not even long enough to even kick a freestyle over. It's just a little, little instrumental that the track masters threw in there just to be like, here you go. Here's 24 seconds. That's number four. Um, and that's really all I got to say about it. We will play, play a clip of it just, you know, because why the hell not? So um, I won't spend much time on it because there's really not much to speak on about it. Um, so yeah. Here's that clip, number four, the interlude. And there you have it. That is number four, the interlude. And it's a good segue into number five, 
which was another single they dropped. So they had two. They had Yeah, and they had Get It On. And that is the title of number five, Get It On, the original. There is a remix at the end of the album. We'll get to that when we get to that. This one is the original. So again, uh, this song, we got Red Hot Lover Tone back on it. And so Rob Swinga finally goes first this time. You've noticed in the last few songs, besides Yeah, FM went first on that, but that's like one of the only songs he's on because, again, he's more of a DJ. So this time, Rob Swinga goes first, and the beat is really dope for Get It On. I, I will say it's got it's got the James Brown sample in it, and it's just it's got that classic just boom bap shit to it. And uh, Rob Swinga goes first, and he does his thing. I will say I think Rob Swinga's best uh, one of his best verses is on this song. Hot Dog goes second. And even though Rob Swinga kicked it, again, something about Hot Dog, even though both of them are not very lyrical, but Hot Dog just has a lot of energy. And you can you can feel it when he's rapping. So even though he's not very lyrical, I always enjoy Hot Dog's... Uh, I enjoy his verses. And again, there's a lot to be desired punchline-wise or anything like that, but... It's, you know, it's still better than half the MCs that are out nowadays. I, I mean, take it take it as you will. But once again, you know who's at the end. Red Hot Lover Tone comes in again, and he just kills it. I, I mean, again, Red Hot Lover Tone is a dope MC. I mean, he's a dope producer, but eh, I mean, he's a dope MC, and that's what makes this album... Like I've said, like five times already. Anyway, Red Hot Lover Tone comes in, third verse, and just rips the shit. Poe comes in, does his reggae thing again. You know, and he ends it like, I got it going on. You know you cannot stop, get it on. You know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good song. It's definitely one of my favorites on the album. Um, yeah, so without further ado... We might as well just roll up into this bad boy and, uh, you know, take a little listen. This is Get It On, the original. Peep it. There you have it. That is Get It On, the original at number five, which leads us to number six. Come on, baby. Let's swing it. Um, Yeah. And here we do. We Once again, we come in with number six and it's. Rob Swinger, it's Hot Dog, and Red Hot Lover Tones back again. So here, let, let's let's give a little context, right? So we're at number six, excluding the interlude. So far, Red Hot Lover Tone has been on three songs. Chub Rock has been on one, right? So there's only been one song so far that actually has just the the two the three members 
of the A-team on it, which I just kind of think is funny, honestly. But anyway, Hot Dog's back, going first. Um, And this is a real laid-back beat, too, um, 100%. And you know what I'm going to say. Once again, Red Hot Lover Tone steals the show. And that's why I think maybe... And this is just my theory. I don't know this for sure. But my theory on it all is I'm wondering if they started making this album and, you know, Hot Dog was a backup dancer. He's sure he did some verses here and there. And sure, Rob Swinga did some verses here and there. And FM did some DJing. But it makes me wonder if they started doing this album and then chub rock and red hot lover tone were like all right we're gonna help this out a little bit and kind of fill in verses here or there because most of this song come on baby let's swing it is hot dog and rob swinga and there's just a little bit at the end like the last 35 seconds red hot lover tone comes in and does his thing so i don't know i feel like maybe he just added it at the end was like here let's let's spice this up a bit let me do what I do and make this a better song. <laughs> um, Come on, baby, let's swing it. It's also a kind of laid back track, slow. I wouldn't say it's slow, but it definitely doesn't. It lacks the energy of the other um, songs or the ones that have kind of come before it besides Pass the Pussy. But uh, Come on, baby, let's swing it. It's, it's a fine song. Um, it's basically, they're pretty much talking to a girl once again, and there's definitely a huge sex element on this album. Um, not just number two, but this one, you know, is also them being like, you know, kicking game. Rob Swing is kicking game. Hot Dog's kicking game. Red Hot Lover Tone's kicking game, which on red hot lover tones albums or anything his mo when he was a rapper was he was a player i mean the name of one of his albums is the number one player so he was definitely all about that type of you know image and everything so i think that just kind of transpired over to this album and hot dog and rob swinga kind of just did the same thing um so yeah anyway let's play a little clip of Come On Baby, Let's Swing It, number six, from the A-Team, My Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich. Hit that shit, homie. And we back. Like that one, too, and you don't stop. That was number six. Come on, baby, let's swing it. Which leads us to number seven. And guess what? Number seven, none of the members of the A-Team are on this song at all. No Hot Dog, no Rob Swingin', no FM. This is literally just a song with Chub Rock. So, again, we have the A-Team album, and Chub Rock just has a solo song on it. And... It's dope. Come is a fucking dope ass song. Um, it's Chub Rock. Chub Rock is one of the most unique MCs in the world. So when you go listen to this album, because you definitely should, 
Uh, Chub Rock, he's, his voice is very low in the way he kind of raps, and sometimes he stops and talks, and, uh, you know, the, the hook is literally him going, come, come, jump up on the scene, and just uh, um, jump up on the scene. Um, and, you know, uh, one of his biggest songs is Treat Him Right. And he starts this song, you know, basically saying, or he doesn't start it in his verse. He says, in 91, we treated him right, but now he's a sleaze, you know. And Chub Rock is definitely in a rare form on this album. Most most of the time, Chub Rock is all about anti-drugs. You know, he's never been a playa type of guy. He's never really rapped. I mean, God, on, on his... Uh, I got to get mine, yo. He raps about his wife and how much he loves his wife on that album, which came out the same year as this album. But on this one, he's just like, I'm a Stone Cold play. And I think they, again, I think they had an image they were going for on this album. And they kind of just tapped into some alter egos, except for Red Hot Lover Tone and Hot Dog and Rob Swinga. But, uh, you know, it's... It's just kind of funny, again, that Chub Rock has a solo song on this album. And uh, it's dope. It's one of the best songs on here because it's Chub Rock. So anyway, let's play a clip of Come, number seven, the A-Team, even though it's Chub Rock. Let's go. Chub is a man that will play with your vital parts, looking like a dog because I'm smart. Smarter than the average beer, yeah, sip on a Ziploc fresh bag, cause I care, cause I'm not gonna kill myself over that little triangle, when I hit it on an angle, you might strangle your man, for not having the plan first, cause he didn't quench your thirst, yo, no, no, WC likes it real slow. And we are back, that was number seven, which leads us into number eight, is a song called Sister Morphine. Now, so far on the album... Pretty much mostly been sex-oriented, right? Sister Morphine, we finally get to have a little bit of a different subject matter. So, Sister Morphine is basically about a drug addicts, uh, heroin addicts, crack fiends. And it's definitely one of the dopest songs on this album. Again, Chub Rock is on this album, so or I'm sorry, Chub Rock's on this song. So we got Rob Swinger, we got Hot Dog, we got Chub Rock, right? Um, Rob Swinger's verse is fine. He goes first. There's nothing wrong with Rob Swinger's verse. There's nothing that really, there's nothing memorable about his verse. I will say, again, good raps, good lyrics, just nothing that sticks out, you know, nothing that makes you, no quotables, I'll say that. Um, however, Hot Dog does very well on this song and does have some quotables. He has one line where he says, if the train was to derail or go wrong, the train would just run up her arm, being that she has tracks from being a heroin addict that he, he does, he makes the metaphor that if a train derailed, it would just run up her arm. Cause that's how, that's how bad her tracks are on her arm. I mean, is it the greatest metaphor in the world? No, but for some reason, that one, I it always stuck with me. And obviously, the subject matter on this song is very dark, so the beat is pretty dark too, right? So 
I would not necessarily dark, but it's a very somber feeling to it. But as good as Hot Dog did, Chub Rock steals the show. And I mean, I, I'm sorry. This is a really good album, but every song that Red Hot Lover Tone or Chub Rock are on, they're just many levels above Hot Dog and Rob Swinga and FM. Um, I'm just, I'm just saying. But that's what makes this album so good is they're all over this album. And it's awesome. So anyway, Chub Rock's verse is deep, man. And Chub Rock is known for having some deep-ass verses. He raps like he's the drug addict, right? He's the one who has the problem. And he goes through his life and all the decisions that he makes and how he, he gets so bad and so addicted to heroin that he talks about that he ended up molesting this girl that he used to change her diapers and he used to babysit her, but he vividly paints it. And I mean, he doesn't get like graphic in what he did. He just basically says like, I've gotten so bad and I, you know, I used to change her diapers and feed her and this is where I'm at now in life. And, you know, basically ends it by he killed himself you know like chub rock gets i mean the the guy gets deep when he wants to get deep he can flow he can do whatever but like yeah sister morphine all of a sudden the album takes just a complete 180 like just we're like okay so we're not having fun and having sex anymore things just got real okay got it um so yeah that's number eight sister morphine Let's take a listen. Um, yeah, without further ado, hit that. there you have it that is sister morphine real somber ass song uh i really wanted to play the whole verse of chub rock for it but um you're just gonna have to go listen you're gonna have to go listen to the album and listen to the song uh like i said as much as i've talked about hot dog and rob swing and fm kind of lacking lyrically the other two make up for superbly so take it as you will again i wouldn't do an album review on this if i didn't think it was a good album and worthy of having some light shed on it this album has been buried deep let me tell you deep 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 into the crevices of hip-hop um so i'm just gonna give it some light and that's why i'm doing this today but anyway that was number eight which leads us into number nine and oh boy, we continue with what Sister Morphine left on, right? So we're staying in this subject matter of some deep shit, some, you know, drug abuse and um, things on that topic. We got number nine, it's called Well of a Thousand Souls. Let me tell you something right now. This is one of the best songs on this album to me. The beat is so dope. 
It's such a dope ass beat. And they continue the theme from Sister Morphine. Um, it's Rob Swinga, it's Hot Dog, and Red Hot Lover Tones back again. I don't even have to explain. Probably you already know how this is going to go, but let's go through anyway, right? So, on number nine, Hot Dog goes first. I, I love Hot Dog's verse. You know, he starts off uh, you know, in, in the song. He does a thing where he says, Jimmy Crack Corn and I don't care, and it's the last three words that got you there in the first place, right? So, basically, just talks about people making just bad decisions in their life and how he's like, you know, in the end, you know, yeah, it sucks what happened, but, you know, you made these decisions, and here, here you stand, right? That's kind of Hot Dog's verse and what it's all about. Rob Swinga's verse is, he even starts by saying, now let me show you big-time drug dealers what you're actually doing. Rob Swinga's whole verse is basically about how drug dealers are killing the black community, basically. And he paints a picture, which this was a big theme in hip-hop around this time anyway. The crack epidemic was horrible. And so... Songs like this had been done before, so it wasn't anything new and 92, but still, nonetheless, a good verse from Rob Swinga. And you know, basically saying, Hey, while you get big, your brother's falling in a, in a hole, a big hole. And you know, he ends it like, I guess some people just don't care, it's just the well of a thousand souls, which leads to the third verse. And like I said. You know what I'm coming with. Red Hot Lover Tone. Oh my God. Out of everything he raps on on this whole album, this is his best verse by far on the whole album. This might just flat out be, I mean, it's hard to beat Chub Rock's verse and Sister Morphine, but this, the energy, the way he comes in and the story he tells, basically Red Hot Lover Tone talks about a girl that he dated in high school. He hasn't seen her in a while. He runs into her and she's completely a crackhead. She's let herself go. She's now a hoe. She has a pimp, you know, basically she's become a prostitute. And he goes, you know, I used to have feelings for you and how could you fail? You know, and I mean, yeah, he's judging her, but he's almost sad in his verse, like of kind of what he's seen. But I love the way he ends it. He ends it by saying, Sweetheart, I achieved my goals and you fell in the well of a thousand souls. And then it samples public enemies, so many of us in limbo. You know, oh man. Like, and the way it ends and it's scratching, FM scratching, you know, that's it's one of the highlights of this whole album, Well of a Thousand Souls. And once again, Red Hot Lover Tone steals the show, but don't take anything away from the other two because Hot Dog had a hell of a verse. Rob Swinga had a hell of a verse. It's just Red Hot Lover Tone kicked the best verse on that he kicked on the whole album. Um, that's just what I feel anyway. But without further ado, let's play number nine, The Well of a Thousand Souls from the A-Team. The album, A Hero Ain't Nothing But a Sandwich, 92. 
Let's go. Man, oh man, you're gonna have to go listen to that to that song. You have to listen to that song. I don't even care if you don't listen to this album. You have to go listen to Well of a Thousand Souls. I, like I said, me and my friends, we loved this album. We we had this unconditional love for this album, but we used to all go silent when Well of a Thousand Souls would come on. And it's just, it was one of our favorite songs. And whether we were cruising around, smoking, doing whatever, when Well of a Thousand Souls would come on, we would shut the fuck up and just listen. It's a short song, but, you know, it's dope. So I implore you, if you don't listen to this album, and you should, at least go listen to Well of a Thousand Souls. It's dope. And yeah, that's where I'm going to leave it. And we're going to head on in to the next song, number 10. It's called One, Two, You Don't Stop. Um, finally, once again, we have another song that's just Hot Dog and Rob Swinga. No chub, no Red Hot Lover tone. So once again, let's look at this now. We got Yeah, and we got, you know, this song. Those... Uh, one, two, you don't stop. The only songs so far on the album that don't have Chub Rock or Red Hot Lover Tone on it. But unlike, yeah, One, Two, You Don't Stop is a really dope song for just having Hot Dog and Rob Swinga. Once again, Hot Dog comes in with a lot of energy. Rob Swinga definitely does his thing. Um, this one's just braggatocious rapping. Um, the beat's pretty laid back, but the hook, you know, is whoever's rapping. So, you know, Hot Dog, he goes first. He goes one, two, and then the group comes in like, you don't stop. And they sample Slick Rick saying you don't stop. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good song. Perfect where it's at to me. Again, uh, the spacing from the songs in this one, and you know I'm, a, I'm, I'm really big on placing songs in the right spot i wouldn't say this album is perfect in its placement but uh it's not bad either and i think this is a pretty good spot for this song near the end of the album one two you don't stop let's get into it number 10 let's go That was number 10, one, two, and you don't stop, which leads us to number 11, all of that. So I hope you enjoyed uh, one of the few songs on this album that is actually just the A-Team, because we're back with number 11, and it is called All of That. And 
This one's a real playa ass song. All right, it's got Chub Rock on it. Okay, Hot Dog, Rob Swinger, Chub Rock. So one thing I can say is at least Hot Dog and Rob Swinger have been on the songs. You know what I mean? Like besides number seven, Chub Rock just having his own song. And we'll get into the next song, but uh, before we do, Rob and Hot Dog have been on every song, right? This is supposed to be their album, so it's not like they haven't been pulling their own weight. It's just, you know, they just basically decided to have some star power on there. And that's why, to me, Chub Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone, they are unofficial members of the A-Team, as far as I'm concerned, because they're all over this album. And once again, Chub Rock is on this song. All of that. So this song is basically about dudes getting mad that their girls are talking to Hot Dog or Rob or Chubb, right? So the hook of this song is literally, why she over here with me? What? Why she over me here with me? You know, basically saying, why are you getting so mad? If this is your girl, then why is she over here with me? Also, one thing funny about this album, you'll hear all the guys, all of them, from Chubb to Tone to Dog to Rob, they refer to women as squaws, right? I didn't know what this meant. I just thought it was some weird slang that they made up. I was listening to this album a few years ago, and I uh, used to bring my buddy to work. I'd pick him up. we go to work. My buddy is Native American. We're listening to this album, and he keeps hearing him say that, and he goes, well, that's he's like that's what we call women in, in Native American. And I'm like, so that's a random thing for these guys to just randomly pick up. They're using Native American language, but really they're just, they chose to just call women squaws. Okay, well, anyway, I thought that that was kind of a cool little... Um, little fact for the album that you'll when you go listen to this you'll hear them say that so if you're wondering what the fuck they're talking about that's what they're talking about so even on this song you know hot dog ends his verse by saying you know he's leaving with this girl and rob goes squaw and he's like of course black i gotta admit I'm all that. Basically being like, you know, Rob's like, oh, you you left with the squaw? You left with the girl? And he's like, of course, man, I'm all that. Um, And Rob Swinger, you know, he does his thing too. Um, And he's got a smooth voice himself. So I think Rob Swinger did real good on this. I think Hot Dog also does good. Thing with Rob Swinger is he's pretty much just sounds the same through each song, right? Whether it's a high energy song or low energy song. Hot Dog, on the other hand, you go listen to the first song, A Hero Ain't Nothing But a Sandwich. He's got a hell of a ton of energy in there. Then you come to a song like this, or Sister Morphine, and he's very like laid back. His voice is way, like, just way more calm. And so that's why, out of the two, Rob Swing and Hot Dog, I think Hot Dog's a little bit more seasoned as a veteran rapper. Compared to Rob Swing, I just think he has a little bit more, um, not necessarily skill, just, you know, he's just got a little bit more under his belt, basically. Some more time rhyming, I would say. To me, that's just my take on it. I don't know, maybe Rob Swinger was rapping longer. 
all I know is, is hot dog seems like a little bit more of a seasoned veteran between the two. But anyway, it doesn't really matter because it just leads up to Chubb Rock's verse at the end. And I ain't even going to say, you know what I'm going to say once again. Chubb Rock isn't a lead MC, so I mean, how can I break this down, basically? Let's say that Chubb Rock is a lot like, you know, we'll say he's a lot like Trunks, okay? He's a fucking Super Saiyan. He's a descendant. You know, is he the greatest of all time? Is he Goku, Vegeta, Gohan? No, but... He's up on that level. He's a Super Saiyan. We'll say that, right? Chub Rock's a Super Saiyan. Red Hot Lover Tone, he's a Super Saiyan. Um, Hot Dog and uh, Rob Swinger, it's basically like Krillin and TN. And that's not taking anything from my boy TN because I'm a big TN fan. But that's the best way I can put it. If you don't know what Dragon Ball Z is, then you're probably still lost. But if I'm going to break it down like that... This is why I keep picking Red Hot Lover Tone and Chub Rock having better verses because it's like a Super Saiyan fighting an Earthling, you know? There, that's 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 the analogy I'm going to use right there. So um, where they're strong, they're good. They just ain't on that level. So anytime they're all on a song, obviously Chub Rock is going to steal the show. Obviously Red Hot Lover Tone is going to steal the show and Chub Rock definitely steals the show on this song. So... Anyway, let's get into it. Number 11, all of that, A-Team. Hit it. Now, look, 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 look. Upon a big man that looks good, good, good. good. Now, would you take wood or would you screw the light bulb in the socket? Or just let me rock it in the pocket. So, girl, you might be in love with your man and all that bull. But with the snap, I have the power to pull. And we back up in this mother what? Sorry about that. <laughs> um, it gets into number 12 is the next one. Uh, we're just going to move on from 11. Uh, number 12 is another interlude. Um, this is literally a skit, more of a skit than an interlude. And again, here's what's funny. Chub Rock on all of his other albums has always been very, like I said, um, very nice about, you know, he's never been misogynistic. I mean, he has a, his, one of his, it, basically his biggest song is called Treat Him Right. The song is literally about treating women right. So it's kind of weird when you come on this album, this interlude here, this skit on number 12 is basically him talking to a girl and the girl's basically like, can I call you Chubbs? And he's like, yep, absolutely. And she's like, I don't understand why you call girls a hoe. A hoe is a garden tool. And Chub Rock basically just keeps going like, you're a hoe. Ho, ho, ho. You're a hoe. You're a hoe. And they're like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm always just kind of confused because you go listen to any of his other music and he's very much like, hey, we need to treat our women right. And then he jumps on the A-Team album and he's literally has a skit where he's calling the girl hoe. So I don't know, man. Either way, like I said, I think he just kind of adapted a different persona to be with this kind of play-a-like group. That's just my take on it. Anyway, we're just going to play a tiny little clip of the interlude number 12. Let's go. Excuse me, young lady. Um, you're a hoe. Why do hoes get excited when we call them hoes and bitches? First of all, can I call you Chubbs? Yeah. I don't think a hoe is a garden tool. Why do you call women a garden tool? Ho. I mean, come on. But you're a hoe. I'm 
And there you have it. That is number 12, the interlude, which is actually a segue into number 13, which is called Let Me Hear You Say Ho. You can probably see where this is going. We had the skit, Chub Rock's calling the girl ho, comes into number 13, Let Me Hear You Say Ho. Um, Well, this song is just literally Red Hot Lover Tone. And Chub Rock, there is no FM, there is no Hot Dog, there is no Rob Swing on this song. So again, this is their album. Chub Rock already had a whole solo song on this. And then basically, him and Red Hot Lover Tone were like, nah, fuck that. We're just going to put our own song at the end. You guys aren't on it. We'll end this, bitch. Just me and Chub Rock. And you want to know what? It's one of the best songs on the album. So again, it's kind of funny. The beat is dope. It has nothing to do with Hot Dog and Rob Swinger not being on it, but it has everything to do with Chub Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone being on the same song. Um, you can probably guess what the song's about. Um, pretty much, once again, it's a misogynistic song. I ain't going front on it, but, you know, again, early 90s, not an excuse, but you get where I'm getting at. So, um Chub Rock goes first, and he even talks about this again. He mentioned it earlier in, in uh, Come, but he says, you know, once again, he's like, I treated him right, but now in 92, you know, he said that on Come. He mentions something about treating him right on this song, too, but being like, but I can't treat a hoe right, you know. I, it's, again, it's, it to me, it's kind of bizarre, but I I just look at it again as, you know, People like to do versatility or do or be versatile and just kind of try different things. And I just think Chub Rock was like, I'm going to do a playa type thing. And Rob Swinga and Hot Dog, that was kind of their MO. And Red Hot Lover Tone, that is his MO. So for him to be on this song, Let Me Hear You Say Ho, was no problem for him. This was right up his alley. And uh, I will say, for the first time, I think Red Hot Lover Tone does do better than Chub Rock on this song. That's just me personally. But anyway, let's get into it. Number 13, Let Me Hear You Say Ho from the A-Team, even though it's Chub Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone. Anyway, let's play that. Oh. Yeah. Word up. Ready, Chub? Word up. Chub Rock, Red uh-huh. Hot Lover Tone. Yeah, drop it, G. Treat him like the single and triple platinum. Just a select EP sold copies out the ass of my stage show. Had to surprise other motherfuckers so their career won't crash. Right. Rock the crowd in Philly, rip shit up in Detroit. Uh-huh. Back by New York, cause I live near And there you have it. That was number 13. Let me hear you say ho. I will say it's a short song, it's a minute, 39 seconds. So uh, but it's dope. And yeah, definitely one of the a dope song, a nice short dope song. Which brings us to the end of the album, the Get It On remix. Um, I'm not going to go into this too much. Uh, It's just a remix of number five. And to be honest with you, it's not that much of a remix. The beat is extremely similar. Um, And the rhymes are exactly the same. So, you know, again, you got Rob, you got Hot Dog, you got Red Hot Lover Tone. Lyrics the same. Beats a little bit different. I do like it better than the original, but again, it's not that much different. So 
I'm not going to dive into it too much. The remix was from the Trackmasters anyway, so um, let's just play a little clip of that and uh, get into it. All right, let's go. She broke my heart, she made me cry. True confession, you can read it in the magazine. Uh, yes, I'm afraid of a rest of life because she still wouldn't listen to me. So she called me up uh, and she apologized. She said she loved her own indeed. Uh, yes, I'm afraid of a rest of life because she still wouldn't listen to me. I'm and there you have it. That was the Get It On remix. And... Ladies and gentlemen, that is the album, A Hero Ain't Nothing But a Sandwich from the A-Team. And, again, it's a solid album. It's a solid album. Chub Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone are exactly what pushes this album into being a good album. And, again, I'm not trying to hate on the other guys. This is technically their group, but... I just don't think the album would have been that great had it just been Hot Dog, Rob Swinga, and FM. That's just me personally. And, you know, honestly, I think that's probably what Chubb Rock and Red Hot Lover Tone must have thought too. So they were like, we're just going to jump on this shit. Um, but on that note, that means I got to pick three songs to take off and I got to pick my top three. So... Without further ado, let's start with the songs that I'm going to take off this bad boy. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm taking Yeah off, okay? Now, if they would have had the version that they had a music video for, I would not take Yeah off. But I'm going to take Yeah off on this one, which is kind of sad because that's one of the only ones that has FM rapping on it. But I, you know, again, if I got to take three off, I got to take three off. Yeah, is definitely one of those songs that I'm taking off. Okay. On top of that, I'm going to take Get It On original off. I, I, I know I said the remix isn't that much different, but it's different enough to where I like it better. So I'm taking number three, yeah, off. And I'm taking number five, get it on, the original off. Now, this is where I got to make a pick right here. What do I want to take off on top of those two? Well, I'll tell you this much. And, you know, I am going to cop out just a little bit on this because I do think the other songs are really really good and I know I usually say I don't mess with interludes or skits or anything like that um and I know I probably shouldn't do this but all right, you're right, you're right. I've done this before, and I'm not going to cop out. I almost did it with Step in the Arena. I was going to take this uh, instrumental skit out, but I got to remain true. That's kind of cheating. They're not even a real, a real song. So um, I'm going to take Yeah, Get It On Original, and I'm going to take Come On Baby, Let's Swing It, number six. So we got three, five, and six. That's what I'm taking off. That's what I'm sticking to. I'm not going to cop out and pick an interlude or a skit. Um, that's not fair. So that's what I'm sticking with. That's the three I'm taking off right there. Now, I'm going to pick my top three. Um, it should come to no surprise. 
number one, a hero ain't nothing but a sandwich, is going to be in my top three. Uh, once again, it's one of the best songs on the album, and it's uh, it's got a lot of energy. It's a great way to start the album off, and it's got hot hot dog. It kicks a great verse. I honestly think it's one of Rob Swinga's best verses on the whole album, personally, for him. And it is Chub Rock's. Uh, Chub Rock rips this motherfucker on this song. So that's why I'm picking it. Um, so yeah, Hero Ain't Nothing But a Sandwich. I'm taking that one. Then I am going to take. I, I think I'm going to take Sister Morphine. Um, actually, no, 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 no. I'm not taking Sister Morphine. I will take the Get It On remix. I do like Get It On, so I am going to keep that one, actually. So I, so far, I got A Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich, and then I got the Get It On remix, number 14. Um, I did think about picking Sister Morphine, but... I am going to actually not pick that one and should come to no surprise. This is my favorite song off the whole album. My third and final song that I'm going to pick in my top three is The Well of a Thousand Souls. It's the best song off the whole album to me. Some people might pick Sister Morphine. It's definitely up there. If I had a top four, that would be in it. But I do three. That's just the way I roll. So the three I took off once again, I took off Yeah. I took off Get It On Original. And I took off Come On Baby, Let's Swing It. The ones that I kept, or I should say my top three, I got A Hero Ain't Nothing But A Sandwich. I got The Well of a Thousand Souls. And I got the Get It On remix. I know I kind of did it out of order there, but uh, there really is no order. That's just my three that I'm keeping. Um, but if I was to have an order, Well of a Thousand Souls is number one. Anyway, that is the album in its entirety. Like I said, um, I spent a little bit more time on this album just because it is such a buried I wouldn't even say treasure because some people might listen to this and be like, this ain't no treasures. There's a reason we didn't hear about this, but I beg to differ. I think it's a, it's a forgotten about hip hop album. I mean, probably one of the most forgotten ones I've done yet. Um, but again, if you're a Chub Rock fan, you're a Red Hot Lover Tone fan, um, Track Masters, you know, if you like their production, go listen to this album. You're going to like it. You're going to like what you hear, at least from them. And the other the other guys, they're good enough to at least keep your attention. So on that note, as always, make sure you click subscribe and like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Bring the Noise Podcast. I am your host, Straight the Clippa, and I am Audi 5000. Peace. One, two, and three.